everyone. Welcome to Better Homes and Dungeons, a podcast where we talk about everything that is not happening in the world right now. <laughs> oh, well, it sounds good. It sounds like a good alternative. <laughs> uh, yesterday, I did read you a poem that I put together, and I'm not sure if I should read it now, if it's maybe tempting fate. But, <laughs> you know, I'll bugger it, I'll do it. Yeah, uh, go for it. Yeah, thank you. Uh, remember, remember, the 5th of November, the day that, well, maybe the 6th of November, <laughs> the day the Cheeto was ousted. <laughs> He's clearly a lemon and really a felon and totally just a complete bastard. So the, uh, <laughs> it falls off a cliff there a little bit. Yeah, well, well, I, I can appreciate the Guy Fawkes uh, reference for sure. Yeah, it, it, it seems like a certain country could maybe use a little bit more anarchy and resistance. Just a little bit. <laughs> Just a little uh, bit. Maybe. Maybe not. I maybe. don't know what I'm talking about. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Con- Connor, it is really good to have you back on. Um, it's great. It's great to be back. It's uh, always a pleasure to talk to you, Josh. I, I, I do apologize for the um, just the everything that's happening now. I know it's not my fault, but, you know, I'm... <laughs> It's like, uh, oh, come on now. I thought I thought apologizing for everything was my job, but apparently it's yours. <laughs> well, you know, I, I've got that British background and, you know, according to um, the wonderful Professor Elemental, they do start every sentence with an apology. So <laughs> could be it. Um, <laughs> sorry, sorry. I was going to say, Connor, um, how have you been? Oh, well, you know, um, in the in the interest of social nicety, I'll say, oh, I've been great. Um, but, but, uh, I typically, if somebody asks me that question, I try to give them an honest answer and the honest answer is I've been okay. Um, you know, it's, it's been, it's been a really tough year. I, um, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know if, if the, if you've been experiencing the same or. Uh, the, the Australian experience I think has been very different to the American experience. Um, we have had state governments here uh, that largely said, hey, um, you know how a lot of us almost burned right to the goddamn ground earlier this year? Um, we probably shouldn't have another disaster that gets out of hand. So um, everyone go home. Yeah, just just, just, just go home. Just stay home for, for, for a bit. That'd, that'd be great. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. Cheers. Um <laughs> So that's been pretty good. And we've had a federal government that just started handing out money to everybody, um, which is also, funnily enough, if people can afford to pay their bills, like your economy doesn't, you know, jump face first off a cliff. Yeah. Um, funny how that works. Good. Yeah, yeah. yeah real funny. Um, but yeah, it, it's not to say that it hasn't been challenging, but I just think it's it's a different grade of challenge to what y'all in the States have been going through because... Um, I do not know how you do it. <laughs> uh, it's 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 been challenging. Um, some of the challenges have been similar. Um, we've had a, a number of people that live in our um, in our western northwestern regions dealing with some pretty significant fires as well. Um, you know, products of climate change, um, and and they've been trying to keep control of them. Uh, and right now I believe that they are under control, but it, it, it had gotten so bad that we were experiencing conditions that were tr- triggering asthma attacks by me. And I'm yeah. about 1500 miles. That would be about 20, 2300 kilometers away. 
Thank you for the conversion into non-freedom union units. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. So um, it, it's been uh, it's been something else. I, uh, but besides just uh, natural disasters, um, uh, yeah, the 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 COVID the COVID crisis has has really um, it's really brought a lot of things into focus, um, and it's and it's uh, definitely given us ideas of ways as a, as opportunities, as a society of which, um, for which way we can go from here. Um, we just have to get better at listening to each other. Preferably up. Preferably up, but you know what it, I would, I would stay just nice on the ground would be good too. Like not digging holes. (laughs) Yeah. Hey everyone. How about, and funnily enough, this was the exact same metaphor I used with you before our, in, in our in our pre-recording chat. It's like, hey, everyone, you see how this car's turning towards a wall? Um, how about we not hit the wall? Does that <laughs> sound like a lot of fun and a bag of chips? Hey, hey, okay. Yeah, yeah. The um, I I I wish I could say that things are better. Um, uh, you know, a a a crisis can bring out the best in people. Um, it can. <laughs> It can also bring out the worst in people, Um, and it can do them in equal measure. It can do them at the same. It can do it at the same time. It can do it at different times, Um, and a crisis can bring out the best in a person, and another crisis bring out the worst. It's it's, you know, it's it's just, um, yeah. We we have a lot of opportunities here, um, for for improving ourselves, and I and I think that this. I think when it's all said and done, this will be a um, a moment of reflection for uh, for American society. Um, I can't speak for American society. I'm one among 350 million, um, but but times like this often come with a good deal of self reflection after it's over. I hope so. I hope so um, too. Look, I I, th- I think it will. I think I remember I was speaking to a uh, a client, and I said, look. There's the reason why people will actually potentially remember Trump's presidency as having one or two good points. And that good point is he will have pissed off so many people and and realized, wait a second, all of these people can vote. And I really have to hope that America can do what Australia didn't do well enough, uh, which is to quote one of our previous prime ministers, Gough Whitlam, um, maintain your rage. Do not spend it, people. Like, hold on to that. It is good stuff. Yeah. And yeah. use it. Anger is a gift. Um, I, I, I try very hard to, uh, um, to instill that value uh, with my clients, with the kids I work with. And uh, when, I, when I'm teaching them the importance of emotions and uh, the importance of, of dealing with emotions in productive ways, it almost always circles back to anger. Um, anger is so often perceived as just being such a negative thing because the the experience in your body it's not a pleasant feeling it it feels it feels bad inside your body it often um um it, it makes you feel uncomfortable your heart races your stomach gets upset you can't think you get cramps um you know you have a hard time concentrating uh but at the same time all of those physiological changes it makes it hard for you just to make good choices and so oftentimes when people are angry um they they make some of the worst choices that they can um anger lies so much at the root of 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 violence and and some of the worst things that we experience in our world but at the same time um 
if you are able to calm yourself well enough, the anger doesn't go away, but you get enough of your good sense back that you can begin to turn it towards building something really productive. Um, and, and I, and I bring, um, I bring my students back oftentimes um, to some of the, uh, the leaders in our American civil rights movement who were angry and justifiably so uh, yeah. for, for treatment um, that had been experienced uh, by minority peoples for hundreds of years um, in our country. And that it was that anger coupled with some, you know, some good calm thinking when you, when those two got partnered, I mean, they made a lot of changes. Changes. Yeah. We're not where we need to be yet, but it was pretty powerful what happened, and it happened because of anger. So, I'm I'm with yeah. you. I'm with you on the anger I, thing. Uh, <laughs> as someone who listens to probably way too much heavy metal, um, <laughs> if there is such a thing, uh, and kids, uh, Rage of Light, um, I can, I will. Is is what is my, essentially my theme song, um, and I just want to say Melissa Bonney has the most amazing set of like metal pipes I've ever heard. She is just amazing. But anyway, moving on to um, like <laughs> tabletop roleplay games. Yeah. Um, actually, no, no, no. I'm, I'm going to segue and take us there. Cause, so watch this. It's going to be great. Um, when you are at the table working with these kids, and yes. you've actually got to have that emotional talk, like yes, you've brought some emotions to the table. Mm-hmm. What are some of your ways of working through this? Because, I mean, we, we all essentially, a lot of us play uh, tabletop roleplay games as like a, a form of light escapism. Hmm. Like when I message one of my groups and say, hey, who's down for some light escapism this weekend? Um, it, it is always greeted with just like shouts of joy and like, oh, God, yes, I need this. Uh, like, like, what are your ways of making sure your table always has that response of, oh, God, I, I need to come to this table and just have some moments where I just open up and let it out. How do you build that table? So uh, I, I feel very pleased. I can not only tell you about how to build that table, I can tell you about my experience with that table. Because right now, um, I'm fortunate enough that uh, we have a table um, set up that not only provides us a chance to gain, but also promotes the mental health of everybody that's in it. Um, and it's got some amazing people that sit at it. Um, and I can tell you about how it goes. Um, we've got a lot of things in place that actually promote that. Our first rule of our of our Sunday morning, we call it our, our Sunday morning brunch game. Um, we meet um, at uh, 10 a.m. Uh, mm -hmm. Central Time, which is which is my time. Uh, here in the States, uh, a day behind you. But um, we we enjoy it quite a bit. What we do is we get together at the table. We say hi to each other. We ask each other how everybody's been doing, and we always give an honest answer. If the general will of the table is we don't play a game that week, we don't play a game that week. If people have things they want to talk about or de-stress about, We'll just sit and talk about whatever's on people's minds. Um, we'll sit and have coffee. Um, some mornings we'll we'll sit and have a cocktail. Um, you know, if it's been a if it's you know it's one of those kinds of mornings, and that's where we go. I mean, we love our games, and we've played um, Star Trek Adventures at that table. Um, 
We are currently playing a Dresden Files Fate game. But but the general understanding is if we get together and we just decide, hey, you know what? Right now we just want to be with each other. Then we make the deliberate choice just to be with each other. And it's so incredibly helpful. The game has zero pressure attached to it. If we play, great. If we don't, great. Um, and we're just there to support each other. So we've created that safe space. Um, and, and we do it by not holding, you know, if the game happens, great. If it doesn't, great. Um, we have uh, safety tools in place. We always mm -hmm. make sure they're there. So um, X card is always in play. Lines and veils is always in play. If anybody uh, has any qu uh, questions about those, I highly encourage that you just do a quick Google search for X card or lines and veils, TTRPG, to get a good understanding of them. Um, so that the game is as non-threatening as possible. And at that point, it becomes therapeutic, right? We're, 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 we're making certain that the game gives us what we need because sometimes that game is, is the light escapism you need. But sometimes even that is too much and you just need to be with other people. And so we're cool with that too. I would have never in my in my entire life considered that to be the epitome of a gaming table. But right now with everything that's going on, no, none of us miss it. Like that is the time. So And that that sounds like a beautiful table to have built. Like I, I realized that like we you, you and I we, we can talk about, oh man, we've just, we've got like such amazing tables that we come to. Yeah. And I, I do not want anyone to think that it comes together through, I think, well, I mean, look, it can come together through luck and chance. Like a lot of my tables, all my tables have like is random encounters with people, but, but it's random encounters with people. Um, and someone's petting a puppy dog and I'm jealous because <laughs> I don't have one yet. Roscoe. Um, oh, he's a boy. Um, uh, yeah, so, he is. Anyways. Um, yeah, yeah, look, a, a, a good table does have aspects of random people coming together and saying, hey, let, let's do the thing. But within that randomness, there's also that like agreed upon structure where you say, this is the table we want. We want the table where it is going to be good times and good, not necessarily good times and good feelings, but good connection time and, and good human time. Mm -hmm. and, and I think that is a beautiful thing to have. Yeah, and and I I, I I think right now in this year, and let's be very honest, years into the future, because shit is not yet sorted out, and it's going to take some time. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's good that we can have tools, and not just ha okay, having a tool is one thing; having the understanding of why you have the tool is another. Right, and the fact that the community's actually picked up tools to say, hey we need to take care of our mental and emotional thing is actually a really, really encouraging aspect of the community. And I think that's great. Yeah, it is. And, and it allows the game to be what, what everybody at the table needs. Um, and which, which is great. And I, I can, uh, I can speak with listeners and I can speak with my clients about different calming strategies. Um, and, uh, Please. you know, I can, I can, and, and, you know, if you decide you want to have that conversation, I, I'm here for you. I can, I can talk to you about, um, about deep center breathing. I can talk to you about imagination techniques, about escapism, about physical activity, um, positive uh, self-talk. Uh, but the most powerful factor that you can have that insulates yourself from stress, anxiety, depression, 
um, major mental health concerns, it, it's an insulating factor against trauma, is relationships. And, hmm. and, and it's, it's glorious that we engage in a hobby which is centered on the idea of relationships. It's hmm. all about the relationships that you build with, with the friends as you're sitting around the table, sharing an activity um, and, you know, and building relationships between you in real life, building relationships between fictional people that each of you have created. Um, it's, it's all a bunch of socially awkward people building relationships. Yeah. I mean, and, maybe, and, maybe, maybe the real experience points of the friends we made along. <laughs> but, 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 but it's true. And, 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 and that act, that act in and of itself is, is the most powerful factor that we have as, as a community to help prevent some of the, some of the um, more negative aspects of, of our world from, from manifesting more powerfully in our lives. It, it gives yeah. us um, that respite and that relationship and, um, and that support that we need to just keep going on. And, and you can get that, uh, you can easily get that at the gaming table. And it's why I'm, why I'm a big fan of, the, of this hobby, especially now. Yeah. I mean, I, I've definitely picked up many, many more tables worth of stuff to do. Like I even run a, a professional table now. Um, mm -hmm. And and, and it, it really is. Like I was, um, I, I would very much recommend Robert Evans' uh, It Could Happen Here podcast series to everyone. Uh, especially the final episode where he speaks about here is how we start to turn the ship around. Like here, like this is not going to work overnight. It's not meant to. Mm -hmm. But the opposite of fear is love. And it comes down to having that community which is based on love. Now, when I say love, you and I are old enough and mature enough to realize that love has many forms. Like, you know, there's uh, eros, agape, uh, philos, like all, all these different forms. Mm -hmm. Um and, and I think we need to have that philos or friendship love really, really rooted in us. Because, like, I remember a few years ago, like, I was going through a really bleak time, um, quite a few years ago now. And I was playing Mass Effect because, you know, that's what you do when you're really having a terrible time. And I just kind of remember realizing, like, you know, getting through three and there's a point where you're, where Shepard breaks down and he's saying to Garrus, because Garrus is the coolest person in that series and feel free to at me but you're wrong um and there's this point where i realized like you know garris kind of picks you up because you say to him like how do you keep going and i was like this isn't shepherd asking right now this is me asking someone how do i keep going and he said well you just pick yourself up because you're the best soldier i've ever served with and i will confess now even when i think about that last conversation with garris I get very close to crying because there is indeed no, there's no shepherd of that vicarian. No, I'm okay. Um, but the game made me realize, hey, you don't go through this stuff alone. It is not about being able to defeat the universe. If it's you against the universe, that shit ends one way and there ain't. And that's mm -hmm. not good. Right. But it's not about you being against the universe. It's about the people around you. And it was like... Oh my God, if only I actually reached out to the, like, the people that are around me, most especially my wife, who is actually here because she said, hey, I'm in your life for the rest of your life now. Silly boy, zoo guy. Um, and it was that kind of realization that actually helped me start to pick up my shit and, and start to actually get it together. And it helped, but also being part of a community where people do connect mm -hmm. has been really good for me. And, and I think... 
I, I can very happily say, like, over the last three years of being back in this community, like, I've made more than a dozen really good friends. And that's, for someone in his late 30s, A, really hard, and B, really, really rewarding. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, coming to the table is not always a, a fun or easy thing for some of us to do. Like, a lot of us have social anxiety things, or some of us have experienced mm -hmm. those. I certainly have. Um, I don't want to speak for anyone else. What would be your ways of having that invite out there for people so they feel welcome enough to say yes, but free enough to say no? Like, I'm not being pressured into this. So, um, with... Is that a good question? I, I think I understand. So let me let me just try to rephr rephrase the question. Just make sure I got yes, it right. Thank you. Thank you're you're, thank you're asking how you can create a space where people feel safe enough to say yes, but also feel safe enough to say I can't right now. Yes. Okay. Um, so the space that um, that I'm describing to you, um, we don't have people show up every week. Um, there are times that. Uh, that adulting gets in the way or that, um, you know, just, just, you know, the doldrums of life. You're like, you know what? I'm, I just, I can't be around other people right now. Um, and we just create a space where it's okay to miss. Um, our games don't revolve around anybody as a central character. We don't write stories where people have to be there for the story to happen. Um, and, uh, and if somebody says I can't make it, there's overwhelming messages of support from everybody else. Um, mm -hmm. So uh, in our chat, if we're talking about it, somebody says, you know what, I can't make it because um, I have a doctor's appointment or because I've got family things that came up or, you know, I'm just not feeling well. You will find that at least half of the group um, and the group is pretty substantial. It's like it's like between nine and ten people each week. Um, they will all come together and like half of the people will send messages like, that's okay. You know, we'll miss you, but you know, you just take what time you need. It, it's worth it. And we'll see you next week and talk to me. If you, you know, if you need anybody to talk to, you can get a hold of me and we don't make it a big deal. Um, mm. we, we, we intentionally don't make it a big deal, but we still offer the message of support. If you're, if you're not going to be there, but you think you might benefit from talking to somebody still, let us know. We've got a we've got an entire week between this Sunday brunch and the next Sunday brunch, and you can you can tell us and and will and we'll we'll reach out to you. That's okay, um, because because you're right. You don't want people to feel like like they have to be there. Um, and if they and if they're not there, they're going to let everybody down. Because right now, people don't need that kind of pressure, <laughs> right? Like, like, no, like, we don't. <laughs> in, a, in a good time, in a good time, okay, maybe that kind of pressure is is more productive. But right now, yeah, we don't need stress in our recreation. We we need we what? need <laughs> we just want some nice peace in our recreation. Um, and and so. Uh, so we we've built a no pressure environment and that works for us. Um, that works for us. I think all of us at some time or another have had to miss and we're just okay yeah. with that. So I, I, I've had, so I've had like one or two sessions this year where I've just had to say, Hey everyone, look, I'm really sorry. Like I can't, I can't brain tonight. I have the, 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 mm-hmm. Um, and, and very fortunately, the people I play with are wonderful adults um, who just say, yeah, dude, go take care of yourself, mate. Like, 
you know, you've got a full-time job and kids and, 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 and stuff. And yeah, like that's a, yeah, man, you, you go, you go. you go take care of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Go do that. Yeah. And it, 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 it does, it, it just gets back to that, uh, to, um, to that sort of love that you're talking about. Um, mm. the, um, I've been working for years to try to, to decriminalize, the use of the word love in, in describing how you feel towards people, how you, um, and, and how you see people. And just like you, I mean, you know, there's, there's different kinds of love, but when, when we, um, when we talk about the healer stance in therapy, the healing stance or the therapeutic stance, uh, what we're talking about is, is unconditional positive regard. And it is definitely easier to say than it is to do. And that's pretty amazing because that's a hard <laughs> thing to say. Unconditional positive regard. But w- what it means is that whoever you're dealing with, you need to look with, at them in a positive way. You need to find things that you like about them. You need to find things that make you care about them. You need to find your shared humanity in them. Um, and sure, they may say or believe things that you don't ag- agree with, or, or they might even uh, believe things that you find quite vile. But if you're in there to try to, to help, and if you're in there to try to heal, you have to set that aside. Hmm. Because you can't, you, you, can't, um, you can't help somebody if at the same time you're judging them. It, 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 it doesn't work. You, you can't make the connection that you need. Um, you can't demonstrate the empathy that you need to. You can't fully listen to somebody because you're, you're already thinking about how okay or not okay what they're saying is or how much you agree with them or not. And um, it's, it's controversial to, mm-hmm. uh, to care about somebody in that way. Yeah, and I, I remember there's a very uh, controversial book written that like it kind of goes on about the fact that hey, wouldn't it be great if we kind of like saw like treated each other and loved each other as neighbors and everything? Gosh, isn't that a good idea? Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> it's it's but it's, it's controversial. Um, yes, you know there uh, people there's there's a, there's a lot of hurt out there. Um, there is. So I would also say it's very difficult to help someone get better if you keep punching them in the face. Mm-hmm. It's true. And it's very hard to, to help yourself get better if, if you can't bring yourself to a position where you no longer want to punch them in the face. Yeah, I, I can see that. You know, um, the, uh, it, we, we, you, you talk about, we talk about anger, and, and anger is a powerful gift. But there comes a time you have to let it go, too. And, yeah. you know, because, because that, what it does to your insides, it really does kill you like anger kills you um you have to at some point you have to find ways to let it go even if only for a little while so hopefully hopefully gaming does that for some for some of your listeners um it does it for me i do hope so i don't think we need to play i mean one of the funny things i've discovered is like there are times when D D is not the right game for me to play and like you know there are times when it's like Look, I, I don't need to play Murder Simulator 5, okay? I've simulated so much murder over the years. That's, that's fine. But gosh, wouldn't it be fun to play, like, goats trying to break into a party or bears trying to steal some honey? That's some good fun stuff. We yeah. can do that. It's great. It, um, 
It is. And I, I think yeah. that's that's part of part of why and when I'm describing the games that we play, um uh in that in that um in that Sunday brunch, Dungeons and Dragons isn't one of the ones that we play. Not because Dungeons and Dragons is a bad game. It's not. It's uh it is one of my favorite games. I was um I was just going over my um my C V the other day, um, because it was requested for Super Secret Project. Okay. And I they they wanted a list of my publications. I'm like, wow, this is an awful lot of Dungeons and Dragons publications. Like, I love Dungeons and Dragons, but it's not always the best game. <gasps> Can it's... you still love Dungeons and Dragons and have that opinion? Some would say no. My controversial position is they are wrong. Yes, you can. They are wrong. Yeah, like uh, yeah, we played we played Star Trek Adventures, which uh, for those of you who aren't very familiar with with um, with the game or or with um, Star Trek storytelling, it's not uncommon for you to sit down and play a game or to watch an episode and there is no violence the whole way through. It, it does make it sound like it's a good game to uh, engage with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you engage with each other. You're you're solving problems together. You're exploring together. You're interacting with each other. There's drama. Sometimes there's violence. Oftentimes there's not. That's okay. Um, so I, I get I get the feeling someone's upset with me for using the word engage in Star Trek. I and I you, tried. You did not. You did. Yeah. You you played like a champ. I tried friend. to ignore it, but it's really hard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm twitching on the inside. No, uh, <laughs> it's so, the Riker maneuver. <laughs> so <laughs> so no. Um. But but you know if if folks are if folks are looking for a truly chill time if um if that anxiety level's high have a couple games in in your back pocket that you can share with other people that maybe aren't as violent and you might find that yeah. that's a good recipe for just vegging out and better in in ways that you find more fulfilling um and it could be a role-playing game where you all play goats um pony finder is an immensely popular game um and is a real thing it is you're playing intelligent magical ponies and you're using the power of friendship to solve problems together it's, we may need to play this on the podcast at some point. <laughs> you, you may you may find that you like it more than you care to admit. Um, we, we are playing Burn Bright at the moment, and uh, it's good. That's a great game too. Uh, it is. James is, is just awesome. People, I he is. I uh, I I would, uh, but yeah, don't don't. If anybody's listening and they're just like, I'm just looking for a game to veg out. Um, look at these other games, or even just play a board game. Just a, yeah. a regular board game because you can still get the shared activity that a lot of us seem to enjoy gaming for, but it might open up for uh, you up to have conversations about about more real life things. You don't have to immerse yourself in a fictional world. You can talk a little bit about the things that you're dealing with in the real world, and that might help you. Who knows? Talking about things happening in the real world, helping us out. Mike, Mike, where do you come up with these ideas? It's so, amazing. I, just, I, I have a degree in this, and I don't even know what? why it counts. Because <laughs> this is common sense stuff. But, but you know, it, it still pays sometimes just to say it out loud. It does. Um, now, now, Connie, you are doing some very cool stuff in the community. I, I knew we'd get to this at some point, but I think it's actually important that we have a good discussion about mental and emotional health at our tables. Uh, well, you are doing, I believe, a stream with some people. Yeah, I was. Um, so um, I, I try to get involved in any sort of stream. If somebody comes to me and says, "Hey, I'm, I have a stream that is doing," um, you know, we're trying to raise money for um, 
for for mental health for suicide prevention i'm the first one to sign up i i did um i've done a couple of those streams recently up until recently we um we were we were doing a stream on saturdays where we had a bunch of content creators who just got together and one person would run something that somebody wrote and we would all just sit and enjoy the story and after we were done playing through that story we would take time at the end to reflect um, on the things that we really enjoyed about the story, the things that we really liked. Um, you know, if we could, if we could choose one thing to um, to add to that story, what would uh, what would we do? We called it um, we called it uh, two stars and a wish. You <laughs> pick two things that you really liked about that story, and then one thing where, man, I really wish this was explored more. Um, and uh, and so we did that, and and I did that with an incredible cast of people. Um, people that in in the community would be very well recognized. Um, the um, uh, uh, the DM, the perpetual DM, was Eugene. He was uh, the creator of Ancestry and Culture, um, which was um, an early alternate guide, uh, like an alternate guide to race in in Five E, um, that tried to decouple uh, the the idea of race from some of the more problematic elements. Um, yeah. in, uh, in Dungeons and Dragons, um, VJ, uh, they, they wrote, uh, an elf and an orc had a baby, um, which, uh, which is, uh, a top seller in the, in the guild, um, uh, Jessica Markram, uh, who, who rivals and exceeds me for a love of fairy tales. Um, it, it just, there were, there are some great people. Uh, we haven't we haven't done it in a while because because of life things and um, yeah well. and I miss it <laughs> I miss I miss it terribly um, I do have a Saturday evening stream we're playing um, these are people that I know in real life um, from a from a hobby store they used to game at called Mind Games um, and they and they stream on um, they stream our game on YouTube we're playing Rime of the Frost Maiden um, so we're getting some good old survival horror action going and enjoying that. Um, but, but a lot of it now is, is if a celebrity stream reaches out to me and says, Hey, we'd like to have somebody with your perspective in the game. And I'm like, and I'm like, is it for charity? And they're like, yes. I'm like, boom, I'm already there. I'm in slot it in. <laughs> so yeah, that's really cool, man. it's, it's what I do. I do a lot. I do a lot of that. Um, I, uh, I help with writing. I still do fund. Um, I still do a number of fundraisers. Um, we're just starting to plan our next uh, our next May Day's ten day, uh, our worldwide ten game ten days worth of just playing games, um, and uh, so we're we're starting to get in the planning phase for that so that we can roll that out and that will run over the week that has actual May Day in it. Um, so that's cool. Um, I look forward. That is very cool. I look forward to playing some games with my Australian friends again, at awkward times. Um, it's T- time is weird. <laughs> I I mean I, I keep intending to do more of these streams, and mm-hmm. yet I know it's like Josh, you're gonna run of mental where you're gonna run out of mental wherewithal to kind of keep track of everything. It's like yeah, Josh, just it's okay. It's okay. It's okay, buddy. Just <laughs> just calm down. Yeah. Well, uh, you you continue to turn out um, some amazing podcasting. Um, so the. Uh, and and so you know uh, we all we all do what we can and try to try to give back in ways that, that we can. So I, I just want to point out that when you said that 
Um, because people can't see me, I, I did the thing of like trying to ignore a compliment because I, I am not good at taking them. But thank you. <laughs> you're, you're welcome. I, thank you. The, um, so we just, we do what we can. And, uh, and so, yeah, um, having, uh, been on podcasts a few times, uh, these things are hard to do. And so I have a lot of respect for, for folks like you that, that, that f- solicit, um, people and uh, to to come out and speak uh, to our community and 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 hopefully le- leave something out there that makes it better than it was when they found it. Right. I I, I well yes that that is the goal. I mean I, I would also say like one of the hardest things is just like and this is something you and I were laughing about. It's like just the technical aspects of like <laughs> okay a few weeks ago I was using uh, like my work provided MacBook and I had it all set up and it was working pretty good. And then I had to leave that job because, you know, restructures are, you know, they, they happen. Mm-hmm. Um, actually someone told me, Josh, if you're 40 and, you, and you, if you've been with the company 10 years and you're less than 40 years old and you haven't had a redundancy, it's on its way. Don't worry. I'm like, all right, cool. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> feel much better. Um, yeah. It's like the sort of Damocles, like right? A Windows laptop. And it's like, I've just got to relearn everything. And it's like, <laughs> Shit. <laughs> oh, oh I, gosh, I don't know what's God. worse getting the new getting the new machine or that perpetual sort of damocles you know like oh when <sighs> when's the redundancy coming <laughs> i don't know oh look it was when they announced it and then it's like okay you've got four weeks that you're going to be here and finishing up it's like guys i can accurately predict my level of productiveness over those four weeks it's not going to be very high i'm I'd say I'm sorry, but I'm really not. <laughs> you know, I've hit that point. You've got other things to worry about too. Yeah, yeah, guys, you put me in a real wonderful position. Thanks for that. Um, cheers. Um, well, good, good, um, good thing you landed on your feet. Yeah, I. It's it's really weird. Like you know when like because anything nice happening this year is like greeted with this. Okay, all right. When are you going to make the okay? when do I see the fire in this dumpster? Like when, when's that going to come? And it's like, no, you can't go through life with that perspective. You have to be able to put that down and go, no, a nice thing has happened. Mm-hmm. Just, just enjoy the nice thing. Yeah. The, uh, I think one of the weirdest things right now um, is that with, with all of the hurt and all the suffering and the difficulties that people are experiencing, um, in our communities and around the world, people feel guilty if they take pleasure in something, right? It's like if 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 something if you find something that gives you joy, you feel guilty feeling joy when other people aren't. Mm. And it's so important for everybody just to know that it's okay if you're happy. Like it is okay to find something that, that gives you pleasure or gives you joy. You need that, right? You need, you need that break from the perpetual gloom and doom. And, and even in the midst of all of these things, you can still find things that, that bring you joy. There are still little moments of happiness to be found. Um, I have several friends that have, um, that have, um, become married, you know, during, during this, uh, months long quarantine or, or, or had children, um, people, um, finding ways to be human in the most beautiful ways possible. And that's okay. And it's good. 
you know it's okay to take you know to laugh at your dog doing something stupid in the yard or to um you know to to giggle about something completely inane um or to watch a movie that uh that always makes you happy cry you know like that you know that's okay do that it's it is okay um and and you'll be you'll be the better and because you'll be the better the people that you interact with will be the better too if you take some time to do that yeah. So absolutely, absolutely. Um, that has very little to do with gaming, but <laughs> no, I, I think it has everything to do with a game where you have other people. Because look, if you are not okay, I, I don't want to say you're going to bring the table down. Because holy shit, people don't need that on them. No, don't need more stress. But what they do need is, hey, if you come back to the table when you are in a better place, you are going to help everyone else be in a better place. Mm-hmm. So it's okay. It's okay. It is absolutely okay for you to take the time you need to take care of you. Right. Oh, and and conversely, if this if this game is the thing that's going to give you is going to make you happy, then let's do this game. Turn up. Right. Like you yeah. know, if this is if this is your thing, then let then let's rip and let's make it happen. Yeah. Um, I, I will. I will also say, like the people I play with. Um, you know, in, in the game where I'm not actually running everything, I have on one or two occasions just said, hey, everyone, look, I'm I'm not completely here. This is happening. You know, I'm, I'm really sorry. And everyone's like, dude, it's all good. You know, like, and, and they, they were very, very lovely and forgiving with me. Um, now, unfortunately, uh, we, we kind of, we do need to stop there. Unfortunately, I've got to go do that thing that pays bills. Oh, um, no, no. That... Capitalism's terrible. <laughs> no, no, that's perfectly okay. I, I, the, the time that we spent was, was awesome. I, I always love having a seat and, and chatting with you. Thank you. It's, it is the only thing I dislike about this podcast is, is that I meet too many people that are way too cool. And I think, man, I, I would love to turn this into like some kind of job that pays what my actual job pays (laughs) so that I could afford to, and it's like, it's never going to do that, Josh. It's okay. No, it, you would hate it if it did. Very likely <laughs> true. I hate the people I talk to. I just hate all of this. I'm done now. <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't even smoke, and I do that. Um, yeah. So, so kind of, where where can people find you, and where should they go buy the things that you write? Okay. So, um, if you if you want to follow me, I I would. I would adore that. Um, I, I tend to mutual people, so if you follow me, you'll probably get a follow back. Uh, my my Twitter handle is at the Healer DM uh, DM like dungeon the abbreviations for Dungeon Master. Uh, mm-hmm. You can also find me on DM Skilled. Uh, much of my work is there. If you go to bit.ly forward slash lowercase DMG uppercase JCS. So um, you can find uh, many of my works there. I'll make sure that, that you have that, Josh, so that you can put it in the notes in case, uh, in case it was hard for I people will. to follow. Um, and, you know, if, if you, if you want to have a talk, hey, I've, I've, got, I've got two ears and I'm, I'm more than happy to listen. Um, I, I, I enjoy meeting people who've listened to these podcasts. And, and if you have questions or concerns, reach out. I, I would say two ears and a big old beautiful heart. Oh, I, I'm see. I'm doing the thing where I don't take the compliment too. Yeah, yeah look yeah. at that. How do you like how do you like them apples? Huh? Oh, <laughs> turn it around on me, Josh. You wily villain. 
But oh. yes, well, I am Australian. Uh, and and on that note, if people want to find me, uh, don't. Um, just go find my Twitter handle at Nerdy People D N D. Um, and otherwise, please take care of yourselves and love each other. That's that's all I can ask. Right. Cool. Au revoir. Bye. <laughs>